0: Just Our Real Estate, episode number 83. All right, welcome. Thank you for being with me here on Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons, I am your host, and I am thrilled that you are here with me today. There's other things we all could be doing. I appreciate that you're choosing to spend some time here at Just Our Real Estate. I think that's very cool and I'm glad to have you. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you, when you get a moment, go to my website, and while you're there, if you would, sign up for my mailing list. Because when you do that, I am gonna send you the top five real estate resources that I think every investor should be aware of. These are resources that I use in my business, resources that other very successful real estate investors use in their business as well. The other reason to sign up for my mailing list is very shortly, I am going to be announcing my brand new coaching program. Now, this coaching program is going to be awesome. I am going to take on a few students and I can only take a few because my time is limited. And frankly, I want to make sure that I'm giving the attention to my students that they deserve. I want to be there for them. I want to give them good quality time, quality information, and really make myself available to them. So I'm only going to take a few students and I'm going to announce the details first to my mailing list and give them the first opportunity to apply to be one of my students that I coach personally. I will absolutely make sure that you know the minute my the details are, are all set for the coaching program and we can get off and running in 2014 and be absolutely as successful as we can possibly be. One of the ways that I plan on being a lot more successful this year is I am going to really crank up my buy and hold portfolio. In other words, I'm going to have more rentals this year than I have in the past. Now, In the past, I really haven't done a great job with rentals. I actually only have one, to be perfectly honest, and I've made every mistake in the book. I mean, I just royally screwed it up. And I'll tell you what, the biggest mistake I made was not screening my tenants or my potential tenants properly. And and it was a huge mistake and it's cost me a lot of money and I'm in the middle of an eviction right now just because for that very reason, I didn't screen my tenants properly. Now, a company that i am turning to to help me solve this problem is called rent prep rent prep is a fan fantastic- Fantastic company. They screen your tenants for you so that you don't put bad tenants in your properties. Now, if you're not familiar with Rent Prep, I suggest that you go back and listen to episode 62 of this podcast where I interview Stephen Michael White, the founder and CEO of Rent Prep. You need to know if your renters have been evicted in the past. That's really a big red flag. And a lot of evictions are misfiled and never make it to the eviction database. This means instant database reports will miss these records and you could end up renting to someone who was evicted three times last year. But rent prep screeners catch these records by using independent databases ran alongside of eviction searches, providing accuracy through real live intelligence to help keep your investments free from bad tenants. I know that I'm sick of it. I know that I've made mistakes. I didn't take screening seriously and I've gotten burned. Do not get burned. To check them out, go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash rent prep and type in the promo code juststart to receive their landlord form bundle for free. You can also use that coupon code juststart whenever you're ordering their screening products and you'll receive an additional 10% off your order. I suggest you go there now. Check them out. If you're a landlord, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your business to screen properly. All right, on to the show. Welcome and thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. I appreciate you being here. Today, we're gonna to talk about something that uh, I think a lot of people should think about a little bit more before they dive into it, and I'm not talking about real estate investing. And I, you, do, you should think about real estate investing before you dive into it, of course, but we've talked quite a bit about that. What I'm talking about is you should think a little bit more, or people should think in general, a little bit more about whether or not a partnership is right for them. And by partnership, i mean meaning that you partner with someone to form a business to flip houses or to buy and hold houses or to wholesale houses. A lot of times when I talk about partnerships, I'm specifically talking about private investors and partnering with a private investor to do like equity splits and things like that that's more of a one-off right you buy a house you partner with it with uh, someone who has uh, the cash available uh, a private investor and you flip a house and at the end of the project you split the profits and then that's the end of the obligation that you both have to each other that's not really what i'm talking about what i'm talking about Are partnerships where you form an LLC or a C Corp or an S Corp with another individual and it's an ongoing relationship that really doesn't have any endpoint, right? You're just you're just starting a business and it's gonna go on indefinitely. These are th- these are the kind of partnerships that I think that people should think about a little bit more because a lot of times they don't go well because people get into partnerships for the wrong reasons. So what I'm gonna do today is I'm gonna give you four questions that you should ask yourself before entering into a partnership with someone in order to invest in real estate and really in anything any kind of business the, these questions would would uh, would pertain but we're talking about real estate investing right that's what this podcast is so we're gonna keep it centered on real estate investing but just bear in mind if you're gonna start any business really you should be asking yourself these questions so the first question that you need to ask and this isn't really number one this is more of like a uh, a a pre a uh, precursor to what i'm going to talk about but basically the first thing you need to ask yourself is why do you want a partner right that seems obvious but i'm not sure if people ask themselves that very often what do you lack and what do you need in a partner okay these are this is the first thing you should ask yourself now like I said, I'm gonna give you four things on top of that. But just as a general thought process, right? When you go to get into a partnership with someone, do you ever stop and think why you're doing it? Think about that. Okay. Now let's get into the four questions that you should ask yourself before entering into a partnership. Number number one. I'm sorry. Number one. What does your partner know that you don't know? Do they know something about getting private money, fixing houses? selling houses, the internet, marketing, mortgages, anything of of those things that you don't know, that they do know. If they know exactly what you know, right, they, they have the same knowledge or the same background, the same experience, then are they really a good partner for you? I don't think two people with the same strengths make a good team because you both bring the same thing to the table, so what 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 makes that team stronger? Why are, why are you stronger with that person than by yourself? Okay, so a lot of people get into business with people and partner up because you know there are a lot of like common interests and a lot of common strengths, right? We both know how to fix houses; it's going to be great. Well, what do you bring to the table that your partner doesn't, and vice versa? So that's something you want to ask yourself: What do they know that you don't know? All right, number two. What do you like to do? What does your partner like to do? If you both like doing the same things in business, then who's gonna do the stuff that neither one of you like to do? Ideally, you should partner with someone who doesn't mind doing the stuff that you don't like to do, and you don't mind doing the stuff they don't like to do. <clears throat> Even better, they're an expert at things that you're not good at, and you are an expert at, at things that they're not good at. That's another way of looking at it. So make sure that your strengths complement their weaknesses and their weaknesses complement your strengths and so forth and so on. Number three, what are you doing? I'm sorry, are you going to do a detailed written agreement outlining who is responsible for what and how is the money divided? So if you're not going to put a formal, you know, joint venture agreement or some sort of a written agreement together that outlines your responsibilities, then what are you going to do when your partner isn't doing what they said they're going to do? When they're not living up to their end of the bargain, what are you going to do about it? Right? This is where a lot of partnerships break down because you get involved with someone who likes doing the same things as you, you're not really getting more done, and then maybe your partner decides they're not as passionate about the business as you are or they're not as passionate as they once were and so they just stop showing up right they stop doing what they're supposed to do you need to be able to basically go back to them and say listen this is what we agreed to look this is it this was our agreement you're not holding up your end of the bargain so a written agreement's not going to make them be a good partner but at least it outlines in writing so you're not going back six months later and saying "No, no 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 I didn't agree to that oh yeah 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 you did right the, the pointing fingers thing. Now, if it gets to that point, I would submit that your your partnership's probably over, right? You're not getting along. It doesn't look like you're going down the same path. You're not really looking uh, in the same direction at where you want to go. Probably not a great partnership, <clears throat> but having a written agreement as to what everyone's responsibility is, is still a good idea. Just if nothing else, it's an exercise of clarifying so that everyone is absolutely clear on what they're supposed to be doing from day one. Okay, number four, finally, do you even like real estate investing? Do you have a passion for it? Does your partner have a passion for it? Or are they just doing it for the money, right? Did you sit down and go, hey, listen, we could flip a couple of houses and make forty, fifty thousand dollars 50000 right? Just flip a few houses and we'll, we'll make as much money as we made last year all year long. We can flip a house in a couple of weeks, it's no big deal. And then you start throwing around these numbers and you get you know somebody all whooped up and they, they get all excited about the numbers and the money. But do they even have a passion for real estate investing? Do they really enjoy the business? Because I'll guarantee you, if you're only doing it for the money, it's gonna fizzle, it's not gonna work. You have to really enjoy this because there's gonna be a lot of downtimes. and if you can't handle the downtimes because you really hate real estate, you're gonna fail and so will your partner and so will your business. So ask yourself, do you even like this? Do you like real estate investing? Does your partner like it? Do you both have a passion for it or is one of you doing it just for the money? Are you both doing it for the money? If you are, you might wanna look at another industry. If not, make sure your partner's just as passionate as you and, and you'll probably be fine. The bottom line is partnership can be tricky, right? They, they can sometimes tear down a business that otherwise would have been or is very successful. But when people can't get along or when they enter into a partnership without really thinking it through, things go wrong. So don't let this happen to you. Ask yourself these questions. Number one, and the first thing, like I said, or I should call this like, you know, the precursor to number one and and all the questions that I was kind of putting out here for you is why do you want a partner? Is it someone who's really gonna help take the business to a level that you couldn't do by yourself? Or are you just looking for someone to share in the business with, someone to talk shop, someone to talk about real estate investing because you feel like you're kind of alone in this endeavor? Or are you getting into a partnership because the person that you're gonna partner with brings something to the table that you just don't have a skill in? Do they have expertise in areas that you just aren't good? And and the other way around are you great at things that they're bad at? This is the kind of partnership that works, right? The ones that complement each other. Think about it, do not get into it lightly. There's a lot of money at stake when you get into real estate investing and the last thing you wanna do is get a business off the ground and successful only to have a bad and poorly thought out partnership crumble and crash everything to the ground. Okay, that's my advice for today. Go out there and make it happen. Before we go today, I wanted to remind you to go to our sponsor at juststartrealestate.com forward slash rent prep. When you go there and enter the promo code Just Start, you will receive their landlord form bundle for free. Also, when you use the promo code Just Start, you will receive 10% off of all of their screening products. So go there today, check them out, and enter the promo code Just Start. Please also be sure to sign up for my mailing list, and I will send you the top five resources I think every real estate investor should know about. Also stay tuned for the upcoming announcement of my new coaching program. I'll only be able to take on a few students initially and I will be telling you exactly how to apply in the next couple of weeks. I'm excited about this program. I know I'm going to be able to help a few people either launch their real estate investing business or take it to the next level in 2014. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.